Welcome to episode 26, where we'll be going over the last two weeks of games and giving our three stars. We'll talk about potentially trading for a big man, the most underachieving player of the Celtics so far, Jason Tatum playing in the clutch, the beef from McDonald's between Smart and Beverly, our reactions to the Celtics city uniforms, and their reactions to the new proposed NBA format. back after our one week hiatus we are yeah we are yeah we are i dropped your headphones today i'm not wearing my headphones today yeah thank you <laughs> thank you it's, you're welcome yeah so the celtics <clears throat> we're going all the way back to 11 11 make a wish everybody the celtics played the mavs and won 116 106 they kept that donkey in check the mvp front runner luka Doncic, the european the kid the whiz kid uh, we're going to give our three stars. We're going to, like, cruise through these game recaps. Yeah, we are. we got a lot of games, and then we have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. So third star goes to Marcus Smart. 17 points, 6 assists, 1 rebound. Played very well on defense. As always. Uh, second star, Jalen Brown. 25 points, 3 assists, 11 rebounds. And then Kemba Walker. 29 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. And he was the closer in this game. Went red hot when we needed him. Like always. And then the Celtics went and played the Wizards. Still at home. Isaiah Thomas came back, actually played this time. Celtics beat them 140 to 134. There was no defense at all this game. Not at all. But <laughs> third star, Carson Edwards, 18 points, three assists, four rebounds, four for five from three. That's the Carson we love. Then we got Jalen Brown with the second star, 22 points, four assists, five rebounds. And first star, yet again, Kemba Walker, 25 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, 6 for 12 from 3. That's 50%. That is quick math. And then the Celtics hop on the plane, whoop, whoop, and go to the West Coast, baby, to play the defending runner-ups, the Warriors. And they crushed them 105 to 100. <laughs> it was not a crushing game. We played like shit. <laughs> They really did. Um, Jason Tatum gets our third star. 24 points, 1 assist, 8 rebounds. Was the leading scorer, but gets the third star. He did make some winning plays, though. Second star goes to Marcus Smarf. 15 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Hit 5 threes that game. And predicted the jump ball to Tatum. Yes, huge. To win the game. Huge. And then we get our first star. Jalen Brown. From downtown. 22 points, 3 assists, 8 rebounds. He was 3 for 3 from deep. 100%, baby. Wow. And then we played the Kings, and we lost 99 to 100. Snapping the 10-game win streak. Yeah. And uh, that uh, that last ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Should have gone in, should have won. Anyway. Yeah, Tice gets the third star. I don't want to talk about the ball in the rim. By the way, last Kings game, Smart got the same role and went in. Wow. Uh, Daniel Tice, third star. He got 14 points, one assist, 10 rebounds. That's a double-double. That is. Two, two, double in double digits. Wow. Whoa. Speaking of two, second star. Wow. Shemi Ojale. Two stars. 11 points, one assist, two rebounds. Three for four from three. Whack. That's 75%. 
crazy. He's becoming a pull-up three-point shoot, three shooter. You know that? Yeah. 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 And our first star goes back to Jalen Brown. 18 points. No assists. Mm-mm-mm. Share the ball. Eight rebounds. Take it. Yeah. yeah. Buddy Heald went off, though. He had 35 points and hit seven threes. Yeah, he's kind of good. He's like Chris Middleton. Yeah. Against the Celtics. Yep. And then we played the Suns, and it was a W. 99-85. Grant Will. Third star. Whoa. Four points. Two rebounds. But plus, plus 18 and stop the Suns from going on a run. Absolute defensive monster. And then we get our second star. Brad, wanna make her scream, baby. <laughs> 10 points, six assists, one rebounds. He played 30 minutes. He's getting a lot more minutes, yep. which is agreeable because Carson has sucked. Yep. Um, he made the right plays, and he's a true point guard, you know? Mm-hmm. Sharing the ball. Yeah. And then the first star. Whoa! Goes to none other than JT, Jason Tatum, with a double-double. 26 points, 3 assists, 11 rebounds on the night. And then we fly to L.A. What it do, baby? Yeah! (laughs) First game, the Clippers have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court at the same time. Celtics, hold them close. 107-104. They lose the game, though. In overtime. Yikes. Should have won it. Anyway, Marcus Smart comes in at the third star. 15 points, 8 assists, 3 rebounds. He held Kawhi to, I think, 2 points when guarding him. He also made, if we had won, would have been the play of the year, in my opinion. That defensive play where he, like, dove out of bounds and, like, threw it off Kawhi's foot. Yes! That's some kung fu shit right there. That is Matrix. Yeah, that was wild. Um... Daniel Teese, second star, 8 points, 6 assists, 14 rebounds. We out-rebounded the Clips as a team, 65-60. Wild. And they have Montrez Harrell. And they have Montrez Harrell. We have, not really a great rebounder, but he's done well this year. He's a solid rebounder. He, for what, can, he's a solid If rebounder. you look at our team, good rebounder. Cantor. Enos Cantor. He's good offensive. Anyway. First star, what? My ankles just got snapped. Jason Tatum, 30 points, 3 assists, 6 rebounds, snapping Paul George's ankles to tie the game. And then we go against the Nuggets. May we rest in peace, Kemba Walker, this game. I thought he died. I Yeah, I did too. Um, 96-92 loss. Uh, third star, Marcus Smat, 15 points, 3 assists, 6 rebounds. Coming in at the second star, Jalen Brown, 2-2, 22 points, 4 assists, 2-2, double-double, 10 rebounds. And then the first star, goes to Brad, wanna make a scream, 14 points, Ah! 4 assists, 2 rebounds, what the fuck? And then we go back home after a rough road trip going 2-3, quick math. Wow. Playing the Kings, we won 103-102. It was a blowout. (laughs) Jason Tatum comes in at the third star, 20 points, 3 assists, 6 rebounds. And then we got the second star, Jalen Brown, 24 points, 4 rebounds and then what Marcus Smart coming in at the first star 17 points 7 assists 3 rebounds by 5 
Five. Five. Get him now. Five steals. Five steals. That's that's some good some good steals. So, we'll touch on the road trip real quickly. Yeah. Are you disappointed with no. that road trip? Not disappointed because if we had Gordon Hayward, I say we win all those games. Um, I think if we, uh, you know, I think if Kemba doesn't get hurt, we win that last one. Marcus Smart couldn't get that luck for that uh, ball to go in against the Kings. Um, you know, I say a healthy healthy Celtics, undefeated road trip. With how close I played the Clippers, I was very happy. No Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um, yeah, no Gordon Hayward. The one thing that really frustrated me in the end of the Clippers, I know Marcus Smart made that great play, but why is he taking, like, a lot of the last shots? He w- shot. He took, he threw up, like, two threes near the end. He finished the night one for 11 from three. He's got to be given that to Tatum or Kemba. I know Kemba got his shit blocked, like, stuffed by Kawhi at the end for the tying shot. You know, like, you got to be giving that to Tatum or Kemba. I don't, I'm not comfortable. If Marcus Smart isn't shooting well in the night, like, he finished one for 11. I already said that. He's got to be giving that up. That's, yeah, that's because he's had a good season this year, but yeah. historically he's not great yeah. shooting three. And he wasn't that night. So I feel like he needs to know when to give the ball up and to not be taking those last shots, especially with how clutch Jason Tatum is. Cause he's Jason clutch. Tatum is clutch because in the fourth quarter, his shooting percentage to tie or take the lead is 86%. This is a bit dated because I wrote these a few games ago. Yeah. But bear with me. It still holds water. It's yeah. a bucket. He has a plus 22.8 net rating, and he's shooting 66 and 100% in clutch situations. 66% from the field and 100% from the free throw line. Wow. And he dropped Paul George to tie. To tie the game against the Clippers. Send it to overtime. Yeah. We almost beat them. We should have beat them in regulation. But our offense went stagnant. Yeah. And um, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, Tatum stepped on his foot. No. He did? Paul George stepped on his foot. Oh. And kind of, like he was getting his ankles taken anyway. Yeah. He was stumbling and he just stepped on his foot and like that's why he fell. He he dropped like a defensive monster, you know. That's not like a, that's not a no name to drop. He didn't drop Kawhi. Well, Paul George is a defensive beast as well. Yes, I know. He's I won know. a defensive I player know. of the year, hasn't I, he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. See. Yes. 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 But no, Jason Tatum's been very good in the clutch situations. But I would want to see Kemba Walker with the ball. I would, too. I would, too. Though, my argument might against that might be that I feel like Kemba hasn't found the consistency yet in shooting the ball this year. Late games he has. Though. Late games, but like I'm talking like throughout the game. Like it's just. Yeah. Well, he, he, he's trying to share the ball. So I know, like Kyrie I know. Too. But like, there's just like, it takes him a bit to warm up in the first quarter sometimes is what I'm feeling. Yeah. And yeah. then like, Jason Tatum, he doesn't need to warm up. He he's kinda, already a hot pocket. He, yeah, he's a hot like, he's like a hot pocket like right it right as you go to take it out. God, of the, I hate of, that. Burns yeah, my fingers every yeah. Time. He's already on fire the whole game though. Like he doesn't cool down. Kemba, it's he's like the hot pocket you gotta take out of the freezer first, and then you gotta walk it over there, put it in, and then it doesn't warm up until the end of the game. That's that's an analogy right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I have nothing to say about that. Yeah. But yeah, because the Celtics have started slow in a lot of the games, and I think Kemba is not to blame, but 
is definitely a big part of that. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think Hayward coming back and being healthy is just going to fix a lot of our problems. Yeah. Um, last game against the Kings, uh, the second game we played them, 25th of yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. day? Yeah. No. Yeah. 24th. Yeah, 25th. 25th of November. 25th of November. Wait, today's 26th. Yeah. Dang. Crazy, um, no. Thought it was 25th. Nope. Um, offense was not great. Yeah. To start the game. Yeah. Hasn't been in a lot of games. Yeah. Like, Hasn't against, been Fuego. Against the Warriors? Oh, my Lord, it was terrible. I think I watched that game. I watched that game. It was a hard, hard game to watch. Very, very painful game to watch. Um, yeah. Um, I see that there is a hit list edition. There's two hit list editions. Two hit list editions. First, we've got Patrick Beverly. Pat Bev. Uh, after the game, was asked if Marcus Smart is on his level. He went, <coughs> and then muttered, that's funny. It is funny, because he's above your level, Patrick Beverly. Marcus Smart even said it himself. Yes. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, okay. Patrick Beverly was on my list last year. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to put him on the list this year because he's a guy I don't like when we play him, mm-hmm. but I would love to have him on my team, so i got to understand that. And then he said this, and I was like, okay, no, no, hit list, suck my hit list edition. <laughs> RIP headphone users. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the second one. Buddy healed. He's just very good against us. Dropped 41 points last game. 35 the first game. Hit 11 threes last game. Hit 7 the first game. Yeah. I just don't like playing him. He's basically Chris Middleton of the West Coast. Yeah. It's really frustrating. But that's my hitless additions. All right. I'm not going to get too heated about them today. The hot pot gets still in the freezer. Yeah. 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 Good analogy. Thank you. You're welcome. I got it somewhere. Yeah. I, w- I wonder where. Some doofus. Yeah, some idiot. Um. All right. So I see. What was he thinking? Hot pocket? So we... Oh, what, what the heck? Yeah. We, we might as well just get into the Marcus Smart, Pat Bev. Hot pockets. <laughs> I don't even like hot pockets. Because Smart says there's no comparison between him and Cat, Pat Bev. Yeah, he says, I'm on another... <laughs> I kind of get a little boss in there. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on another level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is on another level. My right opinion. now. Right now? That was to finish the quote. Ah. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on another level right now. That's is what he? he said. Yeah. That, that was in response to Pat Bev's scoffing and saying, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, Pat Bev this year has kind of not been a defensive like threat. He's just kind of flopped a lot this year, and it's yeah. been he's getting called out for it on social media, and and by the NBA. Yeah, and to take so now to take shots at the man who has been a literal defensive machine this year. Honestly, defensive player of the year front runner right now. He should be. Eyes. I don't know like who else is even in the conversation. It's Marcus Smart. It's usually Rudy Gobert. Nah, it's Mark. It's Marcus Smart. Just uh, no, I'm just saying. I know, usually, I know, but I'm just saying Marcus, and then yeah, he's caught the attention of Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. Kendrick Perkins, I think, just likes the Celtics. I think he does, too. Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. Yeah. Give it to me. Yep. That's the name of this episode. Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. Hustle Player of the Year. Gets the hustles. 
Marcus Smart Hustle Player, Player of the Year Award. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Boof. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. 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 Now, should we trade for a big man? I put this in the notes because actually right after the Wizards game, because mm-hmm. we gave up 133 points and we did not have Daniel Tice or Robert Williams playing that night. Mm-hmm. The Wizards shot 52%. They basically just ran the court. Mm-hmm. Um, Cantor's been around a 104 defensive rating. He's not great defensively. He doesn't know how to move his feet. He, he's just not quick laterally. Which yeah. Just stinks. Jokic had 18 points and 16 rebounds against us, which just killed us. Yeah. He always does. Yeah. Always will. Bada bing, bada boom. So when I say trading for a defensive player, I'm going to. Uh, big man, not defensive player. Big yeah. man. Big we, man. We need, we need a big man who can rebound and play defense. Yeah. Mostly for defensive purposes. Yeah. Is why any, I any, this up. Uh, any names? No, I don't no. think we should. Oh, you don't think we should? No. Okay. I think we should look at the buyout market, though. Okay. Because if Tice or Robert Williams gets hurt again, which is pretty likely, Daniel Tice gets hurt quite a bit. Yeah. And he's been really good this year. Um, we just need that security defensively. Yeah. Because Cantor just does not cut it. Yeah. Or, or, we do have a guy in a two-way. <laughs> Yes, we've already eaten up many of those days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many days have we eaten up? I, I think there's... It's single digits, but it's... Well, like, you know that the days he spent with the team before the G League season... Yeah, I, I know don't those count. don't count. Okay. But he has practiced with the team. Oh, shit. And he's played... I think he might have played one or two after Did that. He? Oh, wow. Well, I guess I haven't been <clears throat> keeping up as much as I thought. Um... Yeah, I mean, I forget that they only have that set amount yeah, of days. Forty-five. But he set he set a franchise record for the Red Claws of offensive rebounds. I think it was a fourteen. How do you lost. grab fourteen offensive rebounds? You beat seven six. That's how you do it. Yeah, they still they uh they they're not undefeated anymore. They lost to the other undefeated yeah, team. Um, definitely missed Toronto Waters in that game. Yeah, they did. Clearly, they did. <laughs> and Romeo, oh, Romeo, actually, he got hurt playing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's sitting on the Celtics bench right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think we we should trade for a big man. Because I, I, I like, like Cause we also have to match contracts, too. We don't yeah. have a lot of money to work with. Yeah, we really which don't. Which means getting rid of Gordon Hayward, which yeah. means no. Yeah, I'm very much against getting rid of Gordo. I know I proposed it before at times, but the way he's been cooking, mm-mm. Um, all right. So How dare you touch Gordon Hayward like that? <laughs> I'd love to touch Gordon Hayward like that. Oh, okay. Um, um, you know who I'd love to touch? Jason Tatum. J- I really would. JT. I love to touch his tattoos. Yeah. His leg tattoos interest me. Do they? Yeah. Wow. Not um, many people get leg tattoos. You know who? Seems like all NBA players get leg tattoos though. Well, not yeah, all, but most. Like, if if a guy has a leg tattoo, you're probably thinking, oh, that guy's an NBA player. Sure. Um, around the knee. Around the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weird place to get one, but it's interesting place to get one. So, um, you know who isn't interested in Jason Tatum? Bleacher Report. The guys that um, love Alex Caruso to death. Yeah. On yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, they have Jason Tatum as the Celtics' most underachieving player this year. Interesting. Um, 
I don't think they've kept up with our year. I can see the point they're making. Jason Tatum has high expectations this year. He does. And he hasn't necessarily met them shooting-wise yet. Yeah. So I can see the point they're making, but I don't think he's the most underachieving player. I would not call him the most underachieving player. Who would you think? Like, who who's your pick for underachieving player so far this year? I mean, I feel like Ennis Cantor has been extremely underachieving this year. I feel like he's been, like, irrelevant to our team. In my opinion. Interesting. He hasn't really done, like, anything. I think he's done exactly what we expected him to do. Really? Score points, get rebounds. All right. Be awful defensively. Yeah. We knew that going in. Yeah. The guy that I say is underachieving? Yeah. Carson Edwards. After after the preseason he had, the summer league, hasn't really found a shot yet. It's starting to come along. Also true. Against, I believe, the Wizards game, he had 18. Yeah. Um... But kind of expect more. We th- we both thought he would be the second point guard. We did. Brad. We did. And Brad, Brad, has Brad pretty well. Brad has surprised. Yes, he really has. Yeah, Brad Stevens at the point. I mean, that's just he's. You can't get any better than that. Yeah. He already knows the plays. Yeah, he's like shit. Kemba got hurt. Time to go out there, sna- up. snap some ankles. Like in the longest yard. Yeah. The coach comes in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Celtics city uniforms. Thoughts. Hmm. All right. Not a popular opinion, but I don't hate them. I think the color is good. The only thing I would change is not totally the font. Really? Okay. Just the T. Just the T? The T throws me off because it looks like a C. That's it. It's too curvy. Because I get where they're going. Boston is a very Irish city. They're going for that, what's the word? It starts with a G. Gaelic. Gaelic theme there. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind it, but that T is too curvy to me. It looks like Boscon. Boscon. So I agree I enjoy the colorway. Yeah. These look a little too much like they tried to, like, pull, like, um, Notre Dame does, like, uh, like special uniform for um, like uh, their football team each year, and they kind of pulled this font. Like this looks like a college uniform yeah. to me. And I kind of want the letters to be wider a bit. Yeah, I don't like the font. I like the font for like the number. I think it kind of looks cool for the numbers. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, it's just the word Boston that gets me, and I I don't mind the colorway. It's very. I just think for like Celtics fans, a lot of us like are so traditional in the sense as how the team is because we never go like outside of our colors. Yeah. Um, so I get why there was a lot of backlash. I hate. I truly don't like the font like for Boston at all. Um, I think they tried a little too hard. The thing I don't like is, and I understand this because the officials need um, like a clear font on the back. Mm-hmm. But it's completely different than the front. Oh font. yeah, it is. It, yeah, it really is. It's it's the normal font for their their last names. Right. But Boston is. Uh, I I just I'm I'm not a huge fan of the font, but yeah. I don't mind it. Bes- I feel like the numbers are too the small. Dude, they are. They like have, I said they need to be wider. Yeah, like <laughs> such a time. I feel like it should be bigger. Yeah. Like, so much. Yeah. Um, they're debuting. De- debuting. That's the word. Them tomorrow. Oh, wow. Pretty sure against the Nets. Shit. Um, question outside of the Celtics. Uh, have you seen the Bruins alternate jerseys? 
I saw them very quickly. I can't remember what they look like. I but they look pretty good. Clean as fuck. I was not I, mad. I was not angry when I saw them. I so. think they are clean. They're like throwbacks. Uh, I think they're so clean. They're also winning seven to one. Yes, against the Canadians. Um, <laughs> a decent Canadians team. Too. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I think that. Um, <laughs> Another Bruins podcast brewing. Check Bru- in later. Brewing. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, maybe. Maybe It'll, we, that kind of spurred because the Celtics suck. Yes. No, um, I, I don't think we will. Yeah, I don't think we will either. Sticky, let's talk the sticky puck. Sticky situation. Yes. Um, let me get a good picture of these. So, yeah, they look pretty good. Yeah. They're black and yellow and white. Clean. I think it's just clean. Yeah, it's clean. Uh, a lot of people are mad about them. Yeah. Like, people want the bear. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I think, like the yellow. I the, the yellow sweaters with the bear. Uh, it's It's just the throwback. Yeah. I like it. But anyway... Let's let's get into I th- our last topic. Yeah, one I'm very excited about actually. There's my opinion already. Mm-hmm. The new NBA format that they're um, proposing. Yeah, uh, as a soccer fan, I like creamed when I saw this. Yeah, because they're ripping off. Yeah, he's literally like modeling European soccer, and it's like. Mm. So for those of you that don't know, we'll give you a little breakdown of this so it's going to be a 78 to 83 game regular season it depends on how deep you go in the tourney Mm. the tourney is a mid-season 30 team tourney um i have a few pictures of an article that was written up about this that goes more in depth so basically you're going to play 78 or 79 games but you could go up to 83 if you win tournament or go mm. to the, the finals um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes okay um there's going to be a reseeding of the semifinals so the conferences don't matter right um and there's also a postseason play-in so the seven and the eight seed play each other okay. basically like a wild card game to get into the playoffs okay i feel like yeah i feel like that'd be fire um as a European soccer fan, for those who don't know, in European soccer, they do this. Like, this is what – there's, like, mid-season uh, tournaments that they happen. And the, the reason that they're, like, re- like um, very successful is the fact that, like, they make the games more competitive throughout the year. Like, because teams want to win the cup, the tournament, because your team gets money and you win a trophy, and they're, like, pretty important trophies. So, it, um like, I feel like it could make the season even more exciting to watch. Okay, so back to the tournament. I found where I was in the article. Um, so the NBA is focused on a 30-team participation that begins with a divisional group stage of scheduled regular season games. So, like, the, the Celtics, stage. Okay. Celtics 76ers, yeah. Raptors would be playing. It would be like the World stage. Cup this past September. Yeah. And uh, these pre-knockout round games would be part of the regular season schedule. Six divisional winners based on home and road records in the group stage. And the two teams with the next best records would advance to a single elimination knockout round. Um, big big downfall, a lot of people are saying, is nobody's going to want to win because they're going to want to win the championship. Right. So they're just not even going to try it. Basically, rest the players for this. Uh, the NBA has countered that with... Cash incentives, basically. Obviously. For coaches, players, 
They should. Um, are they going to throw a trophy at the end of this? I'm assuming. I, I would sure hope so. It's so I feel like, why wouldn't they want to win? I mean, obviously you want to be the NBA champion, but I feel like this could, if they can level the playing field of how like important these both are. Yeah, and I feel like it wouldn't be too hard to do that. Yeah. Money. It's just another and a yeah, trophy. It's, it's another championship. Yeah. Get on national TV. Yep. Um, and I believe the time frame. I can't quite remember. It'd be around this time, around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. because they didn't want to compete with the NFL market mm-hmm. of playoffs. Yep. They didn't want to interfere with the All-Star break because the um, NBA, the Players Association, wouldn't have that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And, yeah, it would make sense to have it right now because baseball, playoffs, over. It's basically basketball and hockey yeah. and regular season football. Yeah. And this is, like, the perfect time to throw. Like, I would watch the shit out of this. Oh, easily. Because there's, like, nothing, like, there's no playoff-esque things happening right now in sports. That would be, I would love to have that happen. I'm all for this. Okay, so the play-in, I got wrong. Okay. It's between the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th seeds in each conference. The 7th seed would host the 8th seed with the winner of that single game earning the 7th spot. And the ninth seed would host the set, the tenth seed, with the winner of that game facing the loser of the seven versus eight matchup for the final playoff spot. Oh, interesting. That's very interesting. I yeah, I'm all for that. This just makes it more competitive. Yeah, more exciting. You get the dog days of the NBA season. It's eighty-two yeah. games long. You get some boring ass games yeah. that you watch, like, like the Cavs and Celtics. Yeah, like Celtics Cavs. Like nobody wants to watch the Knicks and the Bulls play. <laughs> like. In a boring ass game, like in a regular season game, because neither of them are win- going to win anything at the end of the year. But who knows? Like if they get like because of how this is like works out, they could be trying to get into the uh, tournament. I'm gonna accidentally call it the cup because that's what they call it in soccer. So yeah, I wonder what they'll call it. Yeah, the FA Trophy, like they do in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, there's been no real pushback so far from players or teams. Interesting. Um, the goal is to get this. For the 2021-22 season. I'd love that. Which I'm is all the for 75th it. anniversary of the NBA. I am all for that. I, I'm which, actually behind Adam Silver for this. Which I know. is two years from now. Yeah. I'm big for it. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Obviously, the oldie NBA fans are yeah. no, 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 no. But you get it. You gotta change the game. Yeah. You can't be stagnant in yeah. this market. Especially when you're competing with the NFL. Yeah. And right now I'd say that the NBA is probably getting the most watches in the, in America. There's been a decline yeah. in football. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think NBA This is your this, chance to pounce. Yeah, this is your, this is exactly what they need to do. Like this could put them way above the NFL. Because the NFL has had the same structure for God knows how. I mean, it works, obviously, yeah. but, you know, to change it up, more com- competition throughout the entire year because people get a little bored midseason. Yeah, and you figure you're playing your divisional games. They're actually meaning – I mean, obviously they mean something now because they're divisional games. Right. But they mean, they mean like, so much more. Something for the tournament now. Yeah. Because so. you've, you've got Celtics and who's a bad player, a team in our division? Uh, Do we have the Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks. Yeah. Celtics-Knicks. You wouldn't really care about that game. Yeah. Now it means something. It's right. for the group stage. Yeah. You're playing against the 76ers and Raptors. They're both good teams. you got to win that game. Yep. So, I no, I really want this to happen. I would love to see this happen. 
Let's do it. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Right here, right now. Ring up Adam Silver. Be like, yo, let's do it. Honestly, props. Props to the NBA. Yeah, props to the NBA. Not for the refereeing, but... Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Um, I'm surprised that we got through all these topics as quickly as we did. That's okay. Oh, yeah, that's very okay. Sometimes... You just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Do you have anything else to add? Celtics play the Nets. And Ooh, yeah, Kyrie we is not about playing. That. Yeah, Kyrie is not playing. Kyrie. Kemba's going to play. Yeah. Kemba <laughs> almost got paralyzed. Kemba Missed one died. Game. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we, we know he's going to be back. Yeah. Um, um, and Kyrie's got a little sore shoulder, yeah. which he's been planning for weeks. Yeah. Oh. Just so he can't play the Celtics. He probably like once the schedule drops, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna have a sore shoulder here, yep. and I'm gonna have a bad ankle here." Yep. Play them in the playoffs. Well, KD is not gonna be here. We're not gonna win anyway, so I'm gonna be hurting every away game for some reason. But Karis Levert is also out. DeAndre Jordan's questionable. <laughs> so if DeAndre Jordan misses, you've basically got Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. What about Jared Allen? Is he? And Jared Allen. Yeah. But he's, he's a shot blocker. That's yeah. where he, he gets his name. Yeah. So, I mean, do we even bother playing Kemba at that point? <laughs> I I want to see Kemba just rest. Yeah. Take your time. But if yeah. he feels fine, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, do you, prediction for tomorrow. Who, do you think we'll win? Easily. Because we have them back-to-back. We have them Friday. Oh, I hate those. Friday matinee. Ooh. It's at noon. Ooh. Ooh. Who? Is there an owl in here? Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, easy win. Does that mean Kyrie misses Friday's game, too? Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. No, he'll probably be like, oh, I'm feeling great, great, good. No, no, it says he's out for Friday. Oh. Well, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll take, we'll win both this week. Yeah, and then we have the Knicks after... So it should be win streak. Here we go. We do have the Heat after that, and then the Nuggets again. Win so. streak ending soon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that about wraps it up. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We will. Hopefully happy. Ho- hopefully happy. Hopefully on that win streak. Yes. We out. Choo choo. In the field, balling with the team. So clean, old school whip, seeing new things. Rolling up, got a few flamed. No Prada shoes, no shoe strings. Classic full of kicks like bouquet. We was just dreamers, rocking leaders on the low, rolling weed up. Now they see us in a drop top beamer. Feel like go DB, feeling OCD. At this university, going so hard, making the
undefeated in the end and beats us all My daddy, my mama, myself, we all destined to fall Currently the most important thing within my life is balance I ain't talking commas and zeros or monetary Talking self-worth, put yourself first Don't worry about the worst But when you in this position, it's hard to make selfish decisions Got enough bread, I may eat, but what about the rest of my team? They good and all, but I mean, if I disappear from the scene Then what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen in the hotel writing rhymes before I headline at a festival? But all that's running through my mind is bottom lines and decimals. So focused on the brand, sometimes forget about the man. Reflecting in the mirror with this pen in his hand. 99% of these people will never understand supply and demand. Cause I'm in the public eye, they think they know who I am.